Well, the Wall Street Journal says that the U.S. Energy Department has concluded with low confidence that COVID became a pandemic due to a lab leak in Wuhan, China, based on new intelligence. So the timing of all of this smells incredibly fishy to me. Especially considering the rhetoric and the reach of this story. Now, the Wall Street Journal is splashing it about as an exclusive, and that's what we in the biz do, right? If you've got something someone else doesn't have, uh, you, you know, splash it around like, look, we're doing great journalism. Um, so it got a lot of reach, a lot of buzz on Twitter, a lot of sharing, even though it's a story that says low confidence. The Department of Energy feels this way based on low confidence. Um, here's the story that was shared around everywhere. And the tone is so confusing because Again, the journal acting like this is such a big exclusive, but here is what they say. The energy department made its judgment with low confidence, according to the people who've read the classified report. But the FBI previously came to this conclusion that the pandemic was likely the result of a lab leak in 2021 with moderate confidence and still holds this view. But the headline says lab leak most likely origin of COVID-19 pandemic, energy department now says. So that's what the headline says, but then yeah. the article says low confidence. Most likely is not a confident statement. But I mean, here's the thing, all of it. So we'll get into the details of this and why they're saying this now. But what I don't get, think about, think about just this in context, right? We talked earlier before the show, at the start of the show about tonight's show is about puzzle pieces and timing, right? Think about all the timing related to this. this so now we learn in this Wall Street Journal exclusive that China is responsible for the lab leak that led to the coronavirus catastrophe, right? And this comes literally on the same day as every member of the Biden administration is on all of the Sunday shows talking about China is a threat. They're, they've been thinking about sending lethal weapons to Ukraine and we're warning them. We're sending additional troops to Taiwan. Like the, the timing of all of this just absolutely Well, even stinks. if we back up more days than that, last week was the anniversary of the one year, the one year anniversary of the conflict in Ukraine. China came out calling for peace. And then the United States is like, don't listen to them. They want to get into the war. Right. They, with they're, Russia. Really, they're really thinking about sending weapons. They don't want peace. That's just propaganda. And to reiterate my theory from the first uh, segment we did tonight is that, you know, the Republican Party has not seemed to be all in on war with Russia. Um, they've been grumbling to be the party of peace. But when you throw China in, that's just sort of like red meat. That, yes. Yeah. That's, it's that's like Wagyu beef. I don't know if that makes any Red sense. Red meat to, well, the, to even, the lions. The, the right really seems to rally themselves up with anti-China rhetoric. They want always to beat China, to get ahead of China, to not buy things from China, to not let Chinese investors in. They, you know, this is exactly what they want. So if there has been any increase in peace rhetoric from the right, this will squash that absolutely. Yeah. And right on cue when this uh, when this article came out, you know, Fox News headline was Republicans want answers on lab leak around China. Republicans are going crazy. They're rallying up their congressional departments and congressional committees. Uh, we're going to get to the bottom of this again. That never means anything when Republicans say our committee is going to subpoena some information. The only thing they can ever do is just subpoena people ask a bunch of questions in public, they have no really 
teeth beyond that. Yeah, I mean, and so, I mean, the bigger question I have, though, well, so the timing of this and then as we were talking this morning about this is the energy department. Like, wait a minute, the energy department? Like, what the hell is the energy department doing investigating COVID? Well, I have some answers for that because that was new to me. According to the think tank Council on Strategic Risks, this is a Washington sort of like ran corporation, Um, the Department of Energy is the right place to look for answers on things like global pandemics uh, because here is their 2021 report on how the DEO, uh, DOE, sorry, can assess biological threats. They say uh, they have mobilized national laboratories, they're calling them the labs, to respond to actually a number of significant national and international crises, such as the 9-11 attacks, the Fukushima nuclear accident in Japan, Deepwater Horizon oil spill in Mexico, and most recently they have been participating in the response to COVID-19, including the genomics and structural biology of the virus, complex epidemiological modeling of disease spread, improving testing, and addressing supply bottlenecks for critical items such as masks, ventilator systems, and consumables for testing kits. Um, Seems strange, though. Yeah. Like you're... They have all kinds of labs that are run with energy. Like, what does this have to do with energy? We thought that they might be the ones like researching nuclear and, you know, clean energy and and also the the global grid of energy. But um, apparently they're doing all kinds of extra science that we just hadn't known about. In fact, um, according to the council, they started this 20 years ago with anthrax, that they were really ahead of anthrax in 2001 um, when they, ahead of it, how? Like, I mean, like creating it? <laughs> like, no. Are they like people in the chat are wondering? Are they actively involved in the Ukraine labs, the bioweapons labs in well, maybe, Ukraine too? Maybe. maybe it's one of those things where it's like they got a, this budget one year and they're like, we got to spend this budget every year. We're not going to get it again. What can we do? Well, let's right. investigate stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All kinds of random stuff. Random stuff is right. It says that um, that they. It's sometimes referred to as the Amerithrax incident. Have you heard that saying oh, before? Oh, what the one where they the mailing? That yeah, but do, have you ever heard of this this term, the Amerithrax incident? No. I mean, just the mailing of the spores of anthrax. Sure, that, anthrax was a concern post nine eleven. Yeah, Absolutely. but how again? How is that? How is the Department of Energy investigating that stuff that was sent to President Obama at the time in the envelopes after you know? No, President Bush in 2001. Yeah, but they also, it was all, some other stuff was also sent to President Obama. Yeah, I don't think it was anthrax, but I can't remember now what it was. Um, But apparently the Department of Energy was busy, you know, putting together a team of experts um, in order to detect and analyze pathogens in the nation's capital. Says this resulted in the implementation of the biological aerosol sentry and information system called BASIS a system that reduced the time for detecting the agent's release. So I guess they're big on like finding international biological uh, biological threats and mobilizing around them because they have all of these labs. Like we have a system called the labs, uh, you know. In context though, I think this shows us how much the DOA's lab work revolves around responding to threats and disasters. So it's almost like, seek and you will find they exist to find threats external threats and so of course they're gonna say this was an external threat you know what i mean 
I guess. It's almost like, like my dad says, you should never buy your prescription glasses in the mall. Like never get an eye exam in the mall because they want to sell you glasses. Right. That's my dad's threat. If you have a good eye doctor in the mall. Yeah. I don't begrudge you that. Um, But the idea is like they exist to find biological threats. They're going to be the ones that say they found it, even though they're saying with low confidence. Um, Unlike, say, the NIH, the the National Institute of Health or the CDC, you would think they would be investigating this. But the even the World Health Organization last week said we're pretty much done here. Yeah, we're not going to investigate anymore. Yeah. Um, so, uh, because of all of these conflicting government organizations, though, the Biden administration is still being cagey about this lag leak theory. Here is national security advisor, Jake Sullivan on CNN this weekend saying that the Biden administration is really not ready to call it on this lab leak theory. I want to ask about a new Wall Street Journal report out this morning that a classified intelligence report from the Department of Energy concludes that the coronavirus pandemic most likely did not emerge naturally, but it did come from a laboratory leak. Did the coronavirus pandemic start in a lab? Is that what you believe now? Well, Dana, there is a variety of views in the intelligence community. Some elements of the intelligence community have reached conclusions on one side, some on the other. A number of them have said they just don't have enough information to be sure. Here's what I can tell you. President Biden has directed repeatedly Uh, every element of our intelligence community to put effort and resources behind getting to the bottom of this question. And one of the things in that Wall Street Journal report, uh, which I can't confirm or deny, but I will say the reference to the Department of Energy, President Biden specifically requested that the national labs, which are part of the Department of Energy, be brought into this assessment because he wants to put every tool at use uh, to be able to figure out what happened here. And if we gain any further insider information, we will share it with Congress and we will share it with the American people. But right now, there is not a definitive answer that has emerged from the intelligence community on this question. Okay. Okay. Helpful. Thanks. Um, But it is worth noting that the mass media once condemned this lab leak theory as a racist thing to say or even bring up. Um, hopefully you don't have too short term of memory that that is in your recent consciousness when we were not allowed to say it because we it was called anti-Asian rhetoric. Uh, people who wanted to s- discuss it was they were censored on social media. Here are some screenshots from journalist Michael Schellenberger about when the busy the media was in fact busy um, debunking this theory. They were all over uh, Senator Tom Co- Cotton for what they call fringe theory. This was a fringe theory, the lab leak theory. Um, Take a look at this PolitiFact when uh, Tucker Carlson had a guest on that postulated that perhaps there was a lab leak. Nope, we gotta fact check that because you know he gave that person airtime. New York Times COVID reporter deletes tweet. This is from The Wrap, claiming racist roots of lab leak theory because to say this was racist. Um, do you recall the Levi's executive, Jennifer say, who lost her job for speaking up about school closures? Um, she is obviously still not over that. Here's a tweet from her. She's talking about all the things that are now debunked. School closures were failed and a were a failed and catastrophic policy. Masks are ineffective and harmful. COVID came from a lab. Everything we skeptics said was true. And we were vilified, ostracized, fired. No, we aren't letting it go. Never again. Um, And she 
uh, puts different research out that I think we should follow up on about school closures being a failed policy, uh, masks. Oh, and when President Trump said this, here's what they said about him. Um, you know, this was Vice News. I love this headline. Yeah. Trump's Wuhan lab coronavirus conspiracy theory is bogus, according to uh, everyone. Duh. <laughs> like everyone. You're stupid if you think that's. And here you literally have the Department of Energy saying, yeah. We think so. That's what happened. Wonder if they'll issue a little retraction on that. Yeah. I mean, this really puts a fine point on this topic of narrative control yeah. as well. I mean, we, we don't know because there are still four government agencies that are saying that COVID had a natural origin. So we're, we can't say one way or the other, uh, but we can say this is an amazing turn of events when you weren't allowed to say this, but now it profits, it benefits them. So you can say it, Yeah. Uh, you know, what speech is allowed when who benefits by that speech? Yeah, it's unbelievable timing, though. Again, I still come back to this idea of timing, how you suddenly have this China's to blame story that comes out within a 24 to 48 hour period where you have the head of the CIA, the national security advisor, the U.N. ambassador from the United States, all and Condoleezza Rice and the whole bevy of people basically saying China is sending lethal is about to send lethal weapons into Ukraine. And that's a red line. And, you know, prepare for war, basically. The, yeah. the whole thing stinks. The whole thing stinks. Thank you so much for watching this segment here at Redacted. We are live every day at 4 p.m. Eastern time trying to share the stories that the mainstream media will not cover. You should also come over and join our community of Redacted Rebels over at redacted.inc. That's our private locals community where we can share exclusive content that we simply cannot share here on YouTube. Come over and join the rebellion together right now by going to redacted.inc. We'll see you next time.